Hello, goddesses. How are you? And today, today is the lady who is, oh my God, you all know her. You all know everything about her. Uh, but still, I'm taking the privilege of introducing her to you. And she's a goddess who continuously risen above all odds, all odds that you can think about, you know, seriously, braving chest below paralysis for past 20 years, winner of five President of India Awards, four Limca Award Records, three international awards, 68 national and state medals, 23 international medals, Padma Shri, Khel Ratna, and Arjuna Awardee, Dr. Deepa Malik is India's first paraplegic women biker, swimmer, rallyist, and India's first ever female paraplegic medalist, enabling people with disabilities through her foundation, Wheeling Happiness, and supporting the government of India in its various outreach campaigns like Swachh Bharat, Beti Bachao, Beti Padao, Accessible India, Jago in Grahak Jago, Kelo India, Fit India, to name a few. Her impact on the international Paralympic movement has earned her a recognition of Global Women of the Year 2019 by the International Paralympic Committee among the 176 member countries. In 2019, she donned the very important role of being the New Zealand Prime Minister's Fellow and representing 130 crores Indians for the bilateral relationship between New Zealand and India. This year, Dr. Deepa Malik has been elected as the president of Paralympic Committee of India. So this year, she cannot compete. But anyways, <laughs> welcome to our show, ma'am. How are you? Welcome and uh, good morning. I'm good. I'm good. I'm concerned. I'm concerned right now, but um, I am good because uh, we all know we are all going through the um, stay home and uh, self-restriction and self-isolation uh, in India. We are going to break Corona and I'm wishing everybody good health. Um, please wash your hands, keep the precautions going. And why has this... Uh, so yes, um, otherwise all's well. Great. We are behaving ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are being responsible citizens and we are participating in collective action. Wonderful. And I'm proud to be part. Yes. yes, yes, you are. And that's, that's, you know, the goddesses are learning from you right now, just being more, a little more responsible. So something like Corona, nobody expected it, you know, and many things happen in your life that you were not expecting. And then it just happened. So can you take us back, Goddess Deepa, and tell us how was your life before that some particular challenge of yours because your life is as we were talking earlier you know <laughs> you have challenges for your breakfast <laughs> breakfast and i and, and lunch I, and dinner i order them i order them <laughs> <laughs> i order them and i say okay bring it on bring, bring it, it on, on. <laughs> i'm going to taste this one today i'm going to it's it's really crazy it's it's um, but it, it keeps me going. I, I like to challenge my own limits. I like to continue to um, put myself to a new test every time. I don different hats. You, yourself reading my resume. So, and each one in this body has been a journey of its own. Um, right. A journey of, uh, because it's been a way, um, you know, it's broken the stereotypes. It, right. it wasn't done in country uh, right. it was a little difficult to fathom or or to even conceive that an indian woman who's a mother of two uh, 
in her mid 30s after getting paralyzed and being in bed for 7 years wants to get up and do biking and she wants to do adventure mountain car rallies so it was a little crazy idea but i loved it and listen it happened right means all we need to do is take a bit of initiatives yes. or eat a few challenges on your breakfast right <laughs> perfect now now let's go to the recipe part so which recipe are you sharing which challenge uh, would you like to discuss because you have had lot of you know you have your own menu <laughs> so which recipe are you discussing? the the biggest challenge that probably i would share today is um, define the stereotype mm-hmm. and define the stereotype uh, i know it's a very broader perspective but that's what i have been um, calling myself a mission on ability beyond disability which clearly goes to show that i have defied the stereotypes um, the taboos around disability uh, the emotional taboos around disability the social taboos around disability and uh, people uh, not just who are suffering with the disability are limiting themselves in their minds but some way caregivers around them are also limiting themselves so right. it had to be uh like i said a collective uh, uh growth uh to impact the mindsets of the society so i think that that challenge which i took upon myself 20 and a half years ago when i got paralyzed chest down of course i had my own share of paralysis as a child when i had my first tumor and uh, they kind of came back uh, and nobody had given me any definition any recipe anything regarding how a woman would feel even just when you're feeling that you have a body which is so beautiful that you're crowned a queen and months later uh, you are in chest pillow paralysis the most beautiful body that you had has become now the biggest challenge of your life uh, you have to learn it all over again and that challenge well i geared myself up to that challenge and i not only um took charge of myself physically emotionally mentally also financially because uh, in a body like that you need a lot of caregiving and you need a lot of support and uh, people look at you as a financial liability society looks at you as a dead body lying in the house uh, right for a woman a mother of two with two very young girls um, a homemaker who had no professional degrees uh and had been married 10 years that was quite a full stop in my life and yeah um i the erasing that full stop and reemerging from there starting a new sentence a new chapter a new book of my life i started a journey of defying the stereotype i started a journey of erasing the limitations around a woman in a wheelchair uh with paralysis in the minds of the society i had to take a lot of initiative so yeah it 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 was tough but now when i look back i said nobody else has had a more happening life than mine <laughs> people said um, she'll not be able to step out i have traveled the world people yeah. said she'll financial liability i earn more than my husband people said she will be disabled uh, uh, you know um, weak feeble um, i I'm a strong athlete who has won Paralympic medal for my country. People right. said that she, uh, you know, she'll be sad. Uh, 
I think there is no one who's kicking life like me. <laughs> truly, you know, <laughs> truly. You, you, I'm like biking, uh, biking uh, with John Abraham. I have done it. Dancing. Khan and Hrithik Roshan. I have done it. Um, making the country laugh on Kapil Sharma laughter show. I have done it. Um, talk about winning money. On the Kanbanega Karodpati, I have done it. <laughs> yes, been there, did that. What next? What next? Been there, did that. Yeah, but it has been a journey of learning. It has right. been a journey of evolution. It's first discovering myself from within as to what can I now do with this one third body, uh, and being married never worked. What all will I have to learn? Right, being brought up very closed containment of army areas where everything is very beautifully provided for things move in a disciplinary manner right we are punched about time right and it is it is a very set schedule and a routine a very comfortable surrounding being an army officer's daughter or a wife right and then you step out of that cocoon to become a fighter in the public space you want to question the system. You want licenses. You want your vehicles to be registered as invalid carriage. You want special permission to do Himalayan car rally as um, a chest below paralyzed person. You fight for system to pass uh, the driving test uh, for a person like me and also give me a high risk insurance. Right. That was again a major fight because. Right. People with disability are not allowed to do adventure. Right. There's a lot of tools and a lot of system that I had to fight. Nobody was ready to make a customized motorcycle because the time that I wanted to be a biker, um, it was not common to import bikes like that. Right. So it had to be indigenously right. customized. And then I had to make a few records uh, so that people heard me. Why would anybody hear me uh, if I'm doing something in a corner of my home or my city? If I want to make an impact, the entire nation needs to know. So when right. the country, country will only know about it if you've done something extraordinary. Right. So I learn to become extraordinary from below ordinary. <laughs> because um, uh, I'm often asked this question that, um, oh, you look so normal, like normal people. That's like, who will define normal? normal. What is precisely, normal? precisely. Normal or I am I normal? So, so the parameters of normal is by the statistics or by the percentage of people in a particular condition. Right. So I automatically become somebody who's not normal. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so it was, it was not just a battle about my own inner struggle, inner journey, but it was also a struggle of letting people look at me in a normal manner normal, and normal, accept me. Normal. Like, yeah. So ma'am, I, I mean, you're sharing such beautiful things and I, I'm still, one question is like tickling my head and that is, uh, you like today you are like beaming like a beauty queen, 
and then you get this affection thing, <laughs> you know, not working. So nobody's ready for that. Like no one is ready for that. Right. Yes. And, and the initial yes. thoughts are not very positive, you know, you know, you, you it's very Correct. usual I, I to get, very usual to get into a victim mode. Uh, very easy to get in anger, in regret, in sadness, in chaos, in confusion. And in that space, you know, when a person is subjected to that, and it's not your fault, like, it's not like you met with an ex or anything you did happen. It just happened. That, that's know? a very, yes, you, you, you're very right. I think most of the time people don't get over their um, certain situations because they feel guilty about it. Right. The and only good that I never felt guilty about it. It, it. it wasn't my choice. So I will not feel sad for something which was never my choice. Um, you're very right. Uh, it, the acceptance of adversity is the biggest challenge. To, to get over um, uh, a situation, to, to realize that you are in it. For me, I did not have much choice. Okay. For me, I did not have much choice because my husband was already at the war. The Kargil war in my country in 1999 was on. And we had very high casualty rate. Uh, every morning we would hear the news uh, and hear about uh, people who are, um, you know, um, dying in the war. And I had a, a soldier husband who was at the war. So for me, I, I had uh, two very small daughters. And I wasn't sure about whether the father will come back alive. Right. So I could not give up because all I was thinking about was staying alive so that I could be around my children because there wasn't much offered in the situation if the father was returning alive or not. Right. So I think I, I can give some credit to the situation in the country at that point of time. Mm -hmm. uh, the mother became a very huge strength for me. A person's mind is not made overnight. Right. It is a process and a lot of it is credited to your parenting how your parents have brought you up what kind of a family you have been brought up in uh, what kind of values you have been introduced as a young child when you are most in a in a most impressionable age right so I think kudos to my parents uh, who have given me this uh, ability to be positive in every situation and i think they have led by example right I've seen it these are small habit forming right from your childhood right you can't just have a tablet of courage and say okay today i'm courageous uh depends how seriously you have imbibed the education that you have been in and my parents my father always insisted, even when we were children, uh, he was more worried about, have we actually grasped what is written in the chapter? Have we taken the value out of it? Or we are just aiming at mugging it up and, and gaining marks. So I, I, I think these little habits from, uh, I've seen my father finding solution for everything. I have seen my mother gearing up for everything. I have undergone four years of my childhood illness and I worked hard for two, three years, serious rehab. And that time my parents were there motivating me and giving me that habit of uh, always fighting it out. So I think I had had a bit of a homework as a little girl. Okay. Uh, 
and since i have been brought up as a very positive thinking person and i i really 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 thank my parents that they have made my mind into a solution finding mind rather than a cribbing mode mind you know it's it's people more than uh, often half about the problems they right. stop focusing on the solutions, solutions right you know? yes so my father and my mother has made my mind as i was growing up into a solution finding mind he he made us thinkers and not somebody just readers right so i think uh, that that habit has always helped me um, i remembered even as a child when i was lying in the bed for for at least a couple of years the doctors diagnosed me and then i was operated upon and my father would often every day whisper in my ears this too shall pass this too shall pass and uh, he i remember when i was going in for the surgery he said one line to me and he said deepa your name is deepa and deepa means a lamp so please please just like your name light a lamp rather than cursing the darkness of the sadness or or you know so just just light a lamp and when he said that he definitely meant that light the lamp of learning about the situation you know we right. don't even want to learn about the situation so i i instead of thinking that i will never be able to walk again i was more focused on how will i work with the one third of the body that i'm left with yeah so i think all this combined together gave me the strength which was definitely propelled by my motherhood beautiful you know i'm sure all the goddesses are getting the goosebumps like i am <laughs> right now it's, it's so inspiring and amazing okay. uh, ma'am uh, here i'm uh, i want to ask you a question like um, you you said about your childhood about your parents about some uh, teaser that you got in your childhood as well and you were you know emotionally at the right age you 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 were prepared into and you were first of all right from your birth you were named aptly <laughs> you are the light you know <laughs> dispel the darkness you are totally you just lighten up uh, everywhere you go you just lighten up so uh, ma'am one gem but <sighs> you switch on oh get it <laughs> <laughs> so um so what is one gem you would like to offer to our goddesses maybe they they didn't have that powerful childhood or parenting you know you know what by the parents it. yeah so what is one gem that they can because they say i i don't have that courage or i cannot buy that pill so what is it that you can offer to them um be willing to learn okay as simple as that just be willing to learn most of the time we resist a change right we do not want to learn we think we know it all it always helps to learn more about a certain situation about a a, a particular you know so every disruption every obstacle every challenge is in in a way a new situation right right it's it's a new situation so you you have been taken out of your comfort zone and you have been placed in an absolutely new situation so the only way you can battle it is by learning about that so the more you learn the more you prepare the more confident you get about finding solutions 
I have learned every day. People say, how do you multitask? How do you do so much? So I never gave up on learning. I, I learned to be a mother. I learned to be a, a homemaker. I learned to be an entrepreneur in this body to begin with. I learned the new body. I learned how to have a bath in this body, how to bath stool and urine in this body, how to manage the body, what clothes to wear in this body. And then once I had mastered that art, I ventured out. I learned to be an entrepreneur. I started a catering and a restaurant business. Um, I interacted with the younger generation there and I enrolled myself in computer application program. I learned that. That opened the world out to me. I took the positive use of internet and I started exploring what more can be done. The biker in me came alive. I learned to be a biker. For that, I had to learn special skills. I had to uh, learn about special permissions. I had to interact with new kind of people. And from there, I moved on to becoming the rally girl because people thought that I was going to die on the wheels of a wheelchair. So to break that stereotype, I chose the wheels uh, of a car, of a bike. I made world records driving them across India, across Himalayas. But that also I had to learn. Right. And uh, I didn't settle for comfort. I didn't right. settle for uh, for a life which which was enough to live. I, I had learned my body. Right. That was okay. I, mean, I could have just continued to live like that. Nobody was throwing me out of the house. Yeah. But I chose to out. Then I chose my business. I entered the world of sports um, at a very unconventional age. Uh, Thirty six as a swimmer. Forty as a javelin thrower. And then at 44, 45, I take up shot put seriously. And at the age of 48, because at the Asian Games uh, and in the run-up of 2020, I will have to learn discus. So I learned discus. But by the time I made a medal in the Asian Games in 2018, um, my role was evolving in the public space. I was involved uh, with a political party. I had to give up my government job. Uh, and... Beyond that, I took on the other roles, other roles. I'm a member in the Athlete Council, All India Sports Council, as appointed by the Government of India. You read out the role of being uh, an ambassador between two countries. Right. So that's learning. If, if I had not accepted to learn, I would have probably not be ever chosen to give this opportunity. People have faith that right. if we are going to absorb people, uh, so you have to create that faith. Uh, so learning gives that faith. Uh, people will look at you the way you look at yourself. Right. So people are no longer looking at me as a disabled person in chest full of paralysis, just a woman uh, who has never had a professional degree or anything. But now because I learned and evolved, I have two doctorate degrees. I'm Dr. Deepa Malik. Yes, Dr. Deepa Malik. And I have mastered and uh, got medals in more than six different events. That means six different set of learnings I must right. have undertaken. Right. I have been um, uh, a brand ambassador for uh, the Swachh Bharat campaign and New Delhi Municipal Corporation has made me their brand ambassador. So I had to learn about that subject. Right. And now my current role as a president of the Paralympic Committee of India, I'm transiting from being an athlete into being an administrator. 
that mm. itself is a type of knowledge. Right. Uh, its administrative process is totally different. Different, uh, right. Than out there in the gym and exercising and throwing a shot put and coming back. This involves a lot of drafting, a lot of connecting with other organizations. Um, so it's, it's a different thing. So I think the biggest gem that I can offer from my life is that please continue and please be willing to learn and upgrade your knowledge. The wow. more you grasp, the more you upgrade your knowledge, there are more chances of you exploring sure. new worlds, new dimensions, new horizons. And the more you explore, you emerge as a winner and a more knowledgeable person, a more holistic person, a person who has more opportunity to give back. Yeah. Now today, if I was an athlete, I was just doing it for myself. I can say, of course, I was winning medal for my country. But as an administrator, now I can help so many more athletes. I can right. give back. Right. So I think that is what a woman have to learn or my goddesses have to learn. Beautiful, ma'am. Uh, I would like to hear a little bit about your NGO, you know, uh, Wheeling Happiness. Uh, so that, you know, because that, that, that's my personal project, Inclusive India. I, I dream of an India. That's my personal dream, you know. And I think, Absolutely. which is like mentally, physically, sexually, whatever choices you have or whatever condition you are, you, you should have an Absolutely. inclusion, you know. See, um, as an Indian, I'm a very proud Indian of my heritage, of my country. My country has everything. Right. It has a Switzerland, it, it has a Hawaii, uh, you know, it, it has the greenery. Uh, so it, it is a diversity, even geographically, it is a very diverse country offering us all the beauties of the nature. The only thing which differentiates us, and I have traveled internationally a lot uh, representing my country, is cleanliness right. and accessibility. And I'm so fortunate that I have been, by virtue of my achievements, been involved in both these initiatives. Right. Um, when we talk about inclusivity, we are also talking about gender equality. Right. So, uh, so that's the space I really love working in. And uh, my NGO is nothing but an extension of that. Uh, it is um, trying to create a new India, which is inclusive not just infrastructurally, but also in their mindsets. Yeah. Accessibility, not just physical. Right. Accessibility is about your mind, accessibility about information technology. So, um, so we also work on a lot of accessibility where we say accessibility without ramps. Right. Uh, the, the virtual ramps that you need to create in people's mindsets. Mindset, yeah. In, in their thought processes. So it was my daughter's idea, uh, my elder daughter, Devika. She is a psychology student and she often said that, mom, it was because, you know, normally what is the chain? The chain is I'm going to do this and then I'm going to get this out of it and then I will be happy. But my daughter said, mom, you could do it all because I think the first and foremost thing you focused on was being happy. Happy. <laughs> because you are happy. And a happy person is more sane, more energized, uh, more motivated, uh, more self-committed to do something, to right. achieve something. So let's start working on the happiness quotient of everything. Right. And happiness will come only when you have been able to identify your sources of happiness. 
I was able to identify my sources of happiness. I loved outdoors. I loved adventure. I loved sports. I loved to be called a fit person in spite of being a paralyzed woman on a wheelchair. So I had certain passions, certain hobbies, which in turn would give me happiness. So we started focusing on creating sources of happiness. So we are calling our NGO Wheeling yeah. Happiness. We reach out to people, people with we reach out to them with counseling, with uh, certain assistive aids. Uh, we reach out with uh, sessions for caregivers. Uh, and we are basically focusing in involving people in disability and their caregivers in a certain activity where they feel empowered. They regain and reclaim their confidence level in their bodies, which are otherwise called disabled. Um, and this whole empowering process actually gives happiness. Right. So that's that's our NGO, which is all about. So we are we are giving away wheelchairs. See, again, a person is given a wheelchair, which could be a patient wheelchair, but it cannot become its source of happiness because if you, if if that particular person wants to play basketball or wants to play table tennis or wants to go out and do wheelchair racing, then that person needs a specific wheelchair. Right. So, so we are nurturing them the way they feel happy. So providing them platforms of education, providing them support with the right kind of example. I'll give you small examples. There was a tailor who was born with no arms, so he learned tailoring with his feet. Okay. in a remote corner of a village and through the internet he reached out to me and he, he he said that he can no longer stitch and the only livelihood he has is through stitching because he has developed pain in his body oh okay so he had skill right. all we did all we did was give him a pension of three months allowed him to recover out of that uh, pain. pain we realized that he was sitting on his haunches uh, while excreting, he needed an English tiled commode or WC. We altered his bathroom because he couldn't sit down because of the bad knees. We created a platform and a table matching the height where his legs don't uh, get cramped in a way where the pain develops and right. his spinal is good. So just by Doing these little modifications and supporting him financially for three months, he's back on track. Wow. I've been able to put him back on track. There's another girl who was educated enough to teach in a primary school. And her school from her village house was about 800 meters. Mm -hmm. So she had to depend on somebody to pick her up. And, and put so even, even in spite of the fact that she was self-confident she was educate. wanting to go out there and right. educate other children she had empowered herself with a bit of a knowledge and education but depending on somebody to pick her up who would go take her cursing sometimes not take her to drop her there was making her sad what we did we gave her a motorized wheelchair and she could just wheel go herself uh, right. go and the school teach and come back so we are just identifying that something which, like you said, 
the gem <laughs> the gem for the <laughs> the right gem so right. identified like, yeah so yeah. so we are identifying the right gem which is their source of happiness so Beautiful. if you're rehabilitating so another another girl called ma'am i see you travel how do you travel uh, without a bladder control and imagine just by introducing to her to a thing called a diaper so she had never used a diaper she never mm-hmm. understood a diaper so all we did was teach her how to use a diaper and how to maintain the hygiene habits mm-hmm. how to take care of the skin when you wear the diaper and now she goes out so travels everywhere yes yes Oh, so this is what we are doing. It, it, it might sound small, but it changes a lot. It, it, it's like it could be a small room which is dark. You lit a candle, like your name, Deepa, yeah. and it's lit. <laughs> and once it's yeah. lit, and a lot of credit, a lot of credit goes to my daughter. I'm I'm grateful to her. So sometimes you can even learn from your own children. So yeah. it's it's yeah. it's my daughter's uh, mother of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. You look young. You do look young. <laughs> oh. You don't look like a mom. Let me out. <laughs> oh, please My do daughter, it. My daughter, she's there. The grown-up daughters. Mm, let me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, that's uh, that's why I always say um, sports has been my anti-aging cream. It is. Every time I meet you, you grow sitting, younger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> you're always shining from inside you know it's your, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean every word that Tell i me. say so ma'am how I can our my soul is... smiles right my soul smiles and my face shines it does yeah that that's the best beauty cream you know <laughs> absolutely so ma'am how can our goddesses follow you so what are your social media handles so that they can follow you and get inspired the way i do all the time <laughs> but i I have definitely have a page on the Facebook. I have a okay. personal profile. It's an open profile on the Facebook by my name. Um, yeah. Fortunately, all my handles are now blue ticked. They are okay. they are verified, <laughs> so you don't have to follow a wrong uh, account. Okay. Look for that blue tick, blue tick. <laughs> I earned it. Um, so, Twitter, you find me. Uh, my handle is at Deepa Athlete, and uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm learning. Uh, I am trying to be active on Instagram, so it's I think Deepa underscore Paralympian. So I'm okay. there. I'm on Twitter. Okay. I'm on Insta. I'm on Facebook. And Lovely. I have my website. I have a website by by DeepaMalik dot com. With a single L. Have, with a single L. Uh, with a single D double E P A X A L I K. And uh, I uh, have all my contact IDs on the website, and my NGO has a website, wheelinghappiness.org.in, and uh, we also have a very active Facebook page for Wheeling Happiness. Perfect. So our goddesses will follow you. Thank you so much for your time, your energy, your brightness. You know, I'm sure they Thank will you. love this episode. And like, I just meant, you know, this was just a destined thing. You know, you wish for it. And I wanted someone so wonderful like you to be my first Indian guest. And I feel so honored. <laughs> Namaste so much. Oh, Thank a... you so Namaste. much. Namaste. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Um, be positive. Uh, I think I, I I very strongly believe in the power of intention. Right. Uh, what you think is what you become. 
Yes. So just think healthy right. and you'll remain healthy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.